You're listening to the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. Hey, Jay, are you ready? Because it's time to start the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. I've got some some pretty drunk friends on, apparently, <laughs> and it's only noon where they are. <laughs> they, they, uh, I think one of them was really nervous, but uh, these are these are great friends of mine from way back. So you you might hear some funny stories, but before I bring them on, don't forget head on over to NineLineApparel.com. Use code Drunk3PO to save twenty percent on everything. I just spoke to them today about the uh, some the rebellion hats coming back. Apparently, all you guys have been emailing them, wanting them back in the store. So we're gonna we're gonna handle that. And also, don't forget head over to geeksandgamers.com for all your geeks and gamer needs. You might find new content creators, articles, things like that you never knew existed unless you just hop over there, create a free account and participate in the forums. It's uh it's really something over there. <laughs> it's really it's really something. Go over there and make fun of people. That's that's what we lo- love to do. But uh without that, please welcome everyone. Uh the Salty Nerd podcast is here all the way from Las Vegas. Ooh. <sighs> Yay. We you drank. guys look so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we drank yeah, way too like, much before the start of this podcast. We were talking about Halo, and in order to talk about Halo, you must be toasted. That is a, a He's must. talking about the Halo sh- show? Yeah, yeah. That, that absolute trash heap. <laughs> I haven't even... <laughs> the, yeah. the, the big pilot. Haven't even, yeah. uh, haven't even had a desire to turn that on i made a mistake so. i made a mistake because we usually we try to aim for like apple tv sci-fi shows mm-hmm. that was kind of our that was kind of our niche for a while but and alex I, got excited i did i got excited i was like guys halo's coming we gotta watch halo and now i'm regretting my decision <laughs> <laughs> i think i think matt Cadish was the nervous one he's back there um i appreciate you putting matt do, do we say matt or matthew let me just get it correct we call him Kadish because there's too many mats at this table as it is call him Kadish. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he has a blue check mark on Twitter, so I, we don't like those people. We don't like we don't like that crowd. He's so embarrassing. So, He's a very big no, deal. No, what's embarrassing is how often he mentions I that know, he right? has a blue check mark. Well, hey guys, you know I worked in Hollywood 20, 20 years ago for He's a like, while. He's like, hey babe, I this thing. babe, who are you on the phone with? Tell him I have a, I have a blue check mark. <laughs> I, I applied for the blue check mark because. When I interviewed Gina Carano, I was in like Fox News and all that stuff. So they're like, you need three news articles where you're mentioned. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I put that in and they still they said, nah, not good enough. Well, well you <laughs> know, what was, was funny was, is, is when they opened up the applications for the blue check marks. I just applied as a lark because I was like, well, might as well give it a try. And then like, uh, I have a private DM group in Twitter. And when I got accepted, I went in there and was like, hey, guys, notice anything different? And everyone was like, giving me such shit. Oh, yeah. For being a blue check mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like a it's a it's like a dunce cap. <laughs> How dare you? Was in, I'm in that group. I think we roasted you for four yeah. days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. were like, everyone was like, get ready for bad takes, Kadish. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I, if you I, say you like The Last Jedi, it's really gotten oh, to you. Like, I, that's I, I still we get were. crap from people in that group. Like, Robot Head was giving me crap for liking uh, Doctor Strange 2. <laughs> <laughs> you like Doctor Strange 2, did you? I, I did. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I didn't see it. I want to go see The Northman. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. So I'm kind of done. I didn't it's- think it was terrible. I just, like, as a Marvel person, there was just some things that... 
could have been a little different but i didn't hate it i didn't think it was like overall like like gutter trash so is anybody else in the camp where they're just like hey end game was my out and i'm, <laughs> I'm done like yeah, I, I didn't me actually i yeah, haven't i haven't mean. even seen the new spider-man movie like i just don't care like i know all the spoilers you know obviously toby mcguire comes back and, and even nerd Roddick said it was a decent movie and i'm like okay cool. i love spider-man yeah spider-man was good yeah i'm like all right cool i don't need to see it when, when you start talking about a. uh, uh weird time travel stuff and and multiverses of whatever i'm of I'm, madness. I, I'm i get so confused i'm old and kind of dumb <laughs> and i just it confuses me so you know whatever it's like don't don't confuse my brain it's just i just i want to say hi to everyone in the chat i see you guys i know it's a little early for for us but thank you guys for being here and hanging out and if you want to watch these podcasts live make sure you head over to the drunk 3po youtube channel that's where we we record them live where you can ask questions and things like that or uh, or embarrass us. Mm. See if our uh, technology is working. But for those that are here, if you can hit the like button, this is awesome. We're almost at 100 people. I didn't expect uh, that. It's because we have a blue check mark with us. <laughs> oh, the, so, S- the S&P is, is audience kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our super chat from Pena says S&P hut life or bounty hunter life has a question for you guys right off the bat. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. I don't get the question. There's four people here. So we're all going to have it's obviously answers. some kind of cryptic Star Wars thing. So uh, I'm going to I'm just going to guess and say bounty hunter life. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. Jude, okay, I choose hut life. life. Jude's hut. <laughs> yeah, your sure. hut life. Your yeah. crime lord. Pena, what is what is S&P out here? I, I probably know it, but I, I don't remember. Well, so, salty nerd podcast. podcast. Yeah. That's us. SMP. Oh, salty nerd podcast. Yeah, life. you got it, man. That's what it is. Okay, 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 okay. And it's obviously <laughs> some kind of life. it's obviously some kind of gatekeeping question to know if we if we're people are saying Wars it's an inside joke and they're yeah. laughing. So that's okay. did we did we Not make with a, us? Did we make a joke? I don't even think we talked I about I don't know. Boba Fett. Did we? <laughs> I, we, I don't think we've we like we've said no Fair. to disney star wars we're like, like no we're not talking no, about no. you we're, we're not wasting our time no. on your shit <laughs> sorry are you sure you have the right people <laughs> it's like no, that show disney star like, wars see that that's what ta- a lot of people might not know this but i knew i how do i say like can i say alex yeah that's fine yeah, yeah. Sure. so i knew alex which is the original salty nerd and mad vader um for like it's been since the last Jedi, Forever. right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. We, and uh, hats off to Sith Kryptonian if you're out there Absolutely. putting us all oh, together yeah. for a little Friday. What was it called? We the, used to get together. The Senate. Friday, the Senate. Right? Yeah, that's right. The Senate. We did live streams every was week. Was that what it was called? Yep. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, it's been a right. long time. How's he? We did a live yeah. stream to, I remember that. We did live streams to like five people at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we just talked about movies. And I, I um I think when I was when it, the podcast was just me by myself and I was the only one producing it, I had you on as a guest to talk about uh the first Creed movie. And we sat down and we chatted about that show. And we or was it the second one with the Russian guy came back when when Dolph Lundgren came back? It was back? the second one. Yeah. yeah. That's what it if was. He dies, but he we dies. did that show on Friday. That was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. And um I'll never forget when we got John Tonks to be on and oh, we thought it was the greatest thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, that's right. And he had like, he had at the time 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're like, holy crap. <laughs> Still more than us. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying like it was, it was uh, such, such a time. Yeah. Uh, such a time back then. 
No, no. The, the biggest problem I've had with Alex over the years, and I have to bring up Dirty Laundry, is Go the fact it. that he doesn't like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I don't. I'm um, sorry. Which is the worst take. And this is probably why your podcast isn't growing because <laughs> probably that horrible take point. of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Do you guys know this? That he hates that movie. I do. And we did a we we did a watch party together, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, we did a watch party on uh, uh, Justin Proper's channel, I think. He was on. He was the one who hosted it, and we watched it together. And if I remember correctly, you ended up agreeing with me on a few of those points. <laughs> Doesn't mean I didn't like them. <laughs> yeah. We should also point out that Alex is notorious for hating the Goonies. Yes, that is my. I that's, know, that's man. a kryptonite like, for me. Someone with a Goonie too, no, bro. When when uh, you you showed up in Vegas, we went to the Millennium Phantom Bar. Like a week later, Vader texted me in a panic. He's like, dude. Did you know Jay got a tattoo? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, he got a he got a Goonies tattoo. Like, and I'm like, mind your yeah. shit. He's like, he's like, don't piss him off. He's got a Goonies tattoo. I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm like, good for him, man. Like, that's great. That's a dope ass tattoo. I will but, end yeah. you. Yeah. I'll call everyone and end you. I'm gonna end this podcast. Speaking of tattoos, we should talk about the tattoo that Vader's gonna get. Uh, oh god. Any, there's no I'm tattoo. Not, no, I think I'm with Jay on this one. I'm like, to please don't know. Anything the, on the buttocks is a no. <laughs> No, I'm with him. So, like, Thank you. It's just yeah. Well, the, you know. there's there's certain goals that have to be met before that happens. July first or July fourth, Fourth of July. Yeah. yeah. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. Don't do please that. God, don't do that. Well, live, well, live stream. Please it. God, don't see my do butt. That. Don't subscribe. see my butt on on on, on the live YouTube's. <laughs> this will be the one and only time you'll ever hear me say, "Please don't subscribe <laughs> to our channel." It's my best feature. What are you talking about? It's my best feature. <laughs> God damn it. This is I what they mean, do. They torture me that my, my co-hosts, they all get together and they're like, how can we torture yeah, Alex? Like, <laughs> I remember we, we just announced that on a lark. I was at work oh, and they go, Hey man, how do you get some more subs? Like, I don't know. I'll do this stupid tattoo thing. It's like, and then Jay immediately the next day is like on Twitter is like, ah, nobody needs to see that. Bro. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I think, I think he said, ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, the Goonies tattoo. I think when for people like you guys and, and myself who study this uh, pop culture stuff and and then, of course, we have a Twitter presence, which is probably the worst thing in the world. And and just the different opinions. And when you for anyone out there that doesn't understand, when you start talking about movies, pop culture, things like that stuff begins to intertwine. You get wonderful YouTube comments at times. You have you have a take that people assume is bad. And they, you know, people throw a lot of hate at you. It's it, the Goonies tattoo to me was just something like I never want to lose that. Uh, well, however you feel about the movie, I think it was just like what the movie was about. It's about mm -hmm. never lose that childlike mm -hmm. adventure, mm -hmm. you know, because we can get so lost in this pop culture world and just go down these rabbit holes where it's just like mm -hmm. it just gets worse and yep. worse. Yeah, yeah. And like, man, you're like people are horrible people out there, and they say the worst yeah. things. I, I, I mean, you, you, possible, you talked about. You talked about. I never want to lose that. You know, I never want to lose that. So it's just right there in front of me to remind myself to like turn the phone off and uh, go to a park or something. You yeah. know. Yeah. Go you, kick a go kick a red ant pile and have an adventure. <laughs> see how that goes. You, you know, you talked about Indiana Jones a little bit before, and then you talked about Twitter toxicity. And we had a weird 
intersection of that where the director I see what she did there see of, yeah, I was going to see that he is as you know, subtle as I a freaking hammer I'm a blue check mark god damn it <laughs> He sent me a list of things that he wanted to talk about. And I was like, I was getting oh. ready to like to lob him the softball. <laughs> but he was like, Jay probably forgot. He's not a professional like we are. So I'm just going to take it amongst myself to interject oh, that. God. Matthew Kadish over there got into a fight with the director of Indiana Jones 5 on Twitter. And it was funny. <laughs> I made a video on it and everything. It was hilarious. Oh, um, man. And all the weirdos came out like to hate on the song. All right, listen, let me give my perspective, Matthew, then you can go right, you can go right on. So the Salty Nerd podcast is part, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are part of like the Red Five mm-hmm. podcast group, or you know them well. Like, yes. Like you guys are kind of like part of like, not a club, but I, you guys I, I would just, venture to say that we are the premier Red Five. <laughs> All right, there you go. Jesus. So, We're loosely affiliated. So the Red Five Network is a collection of awesome podcasts that range from star wars pop culture to all kinds of things so when matthew kadish got into a little tizzy with the director of uh, indiana jones 5 on twitter which matthew didn't really start he started it there were some people that came out of the woodwork that were like oh you guys are toxic you guys and then they were Mm -hmm. like you associated with these people and you associate with that people and then um there's a guy named Pete that I don't like. Um, that God, I haven't heard that dude's name his, in forever. Decided yeah. to stick his nose where he he just loves to do. He just mm-hmm. sticks his nose where it doesn't belong because he thinks he has the high ground of moral su- superiority over everything. That's as far. I'm not going to say his pop. I'm just going to say his name, Pete. So I'm not going to like mention his podcast because I don't want anyone yeah. to go over there and throw hate bombs like he does. Uh, we're better <laughs> than that. Uh, we'll just laugh at him behind his back. Mm. But anyway, the I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I saw like all that happen, and it was it was an interesting moment for you guys. Honestly, it was an interesting moment where you could have easily apologized, or you could have easily uh, said we'll make changes. You, it, it, there was just some a moment. It really was for a lot of people when that happens. It, they kind of are like. Um, you know, maybe we should go in this direction or maybe we shouldn't associate or maybe we want to know what's best for our product, but you guys didn't. You just were like, F you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. uh, we're just going to keep drinking and doing what we do. So if you don't F like you. it, yeah. then uh, yeah. go piss up a rope. Yeah. You know? like, I, that's just where like, it was. So for, Matthew, you put a tweet out about Kathleen Kennedy. Actually, it was a tweet about Indiana Jones 5. And I said but Kennedy, right? Well, well, was I, I, she I, was mentioned. I, I, I said basically, yeah. um, keep in mind because a lot of people were seeing like the first behind the scenes photos of Indiana Jones Five, yes, and not, and they were getting really excited. I was like, keep in mind, Steven Spielberg's not directing. Kathleen Kennedy is producing. Uh, um, Harrison Ford is like eighty, yep. and um, there's like one other thing I forget what, but uh, basically was, said the movie's gonna suck. <laughs> or essentially yeah or, or I, just I, like, I, said, I don't have high hopes which is yeah i was like temper your that. expectations yeah everyone is saying that so it's nothing new you know like you weren't really saying anything new you didn't even use a hashtag did you no no i, I didn't use a hashtag i i didn't you know tag anyone in, in Wait, the did, post did was, you have your blue check mark at the time no this was pre-blue check mark okay okay yeah and somehow um james mangold the director of indiana jones 5 came across this tweet and it triggered him into like a 12 hour, like tweet attack against me and my co-hosts here. And it was 
it was weird and spectacular at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was, it it was, was very super bizarre. bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> like, he was having a bad day or something. <laughs> something. Well, I think we found out later that like Harrison had injured himself. And I don't know if that like correlates with when he was like freaking out about Indiana Jones five. Well, he was accusing us of ageism and oh, that's like right, all yeah. types of like, you know, weird stuff. And like, and I think that he was also very insulted that I pointed out the fact that he's not Steven Spielberg. <laughs> so uh, it, it was it was just very bizarre. And and it was kind of one of those things. I was just sitting on my couch one night and I, I tweeted this thing out like I normally do. I didn't think anything of it. And the next morning, my mentions had blown up. Does and, everyone hear that? I wasn't thinking. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Well, people seem to care about what I what I have to say. It's because he's a blue check mark. <laughs> well, well, no, no, this was even before blue. Because remember the the whole um, birds, oh, of, it, birds of prey thing. Is that what got you verified? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, the Russians got me verified. All right. Cool. <laughs> it is known. Is yes, you are a Russian asset? Yes. Yes. That's yes. Russian bots. Um, but it, it was it was a very weird time because, you know, once he, I saw that he was like responding to me because I didn't even know who he was when he started responding. Like I had no idea who was actually directing Indiana Jones 5. And once I found out, I was like, oh, this is kind of a big deal. <laughs> and then, uh, you, you know, um, I never called him names. I never really attacked him or anything like that. But I engaged with him. And the more I engaged with him, the angrier he got. And then these guys hopped in. They tried to engage with him, and that made him even more angry. He started making fun of our studio, started making fun of our podcast. Well, he he called us basement dwellers, and I was like, <laughs> "That's because I'm not I, like I learned my lesson when I first started on Twitter. I was like real confrontational. I would say dumb shit that I regret, and I'm like, oh god, I hope nobody goes back and finds my old tweets. But like when this one <laughs> when this came up, I was like, you know what, dude freaking relax a little bit we're just goofing around you know we're just some dumb podcast we're having fun we don't have basements but we do have a freaking batman statue and he freaking punched down hard yeah. he was like made fun of corky yeah he was like screw your batman statue and your stupid bricks and your dumb cork jar and we were like bro <laughs> like uncalled like, for like are you okay like, do you not have anything better to do with yourself today it's like it was really funny it was yeah, so weird and, and it went on for like 12 hours it straight did, yeah it I, I, I i went through like i clicked on his profile and i just scrolled through his mentions for like the last 12 hours of that incident and i was like this dude's been on twitter for like a day that's not bit, that's man. not healthy red bull I, is a hell of a drug yeah, yeah. I, I, re- I really hope that this is the last time we ever have to talk about this i really do <laughs> i want to put it behind it us won't, it won't be because it's a significant moment in your podcast I history. So. it got us monetized so yeah. it's it's gonna especially especially when the indiana jones movie comes out <laughs> We're gonna you might as well expect something you know fully it, my it, thing is always monetize your haters man and, yeah. and use it till you can't squeeze that lemon <laughs> so when the movie comes <laughs> out and it doesn't make any and money it sucks i'm gonna tweet told you and i'm gonna tag <laughs> yeah. mangle i'm, you better. Better. <laughs> I'm yeah, fully yeah. expecting there to be like a jar of cork somewhere in that movie oh as like yeah a dig at us. <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> Or like a, a fake I, I brick wall. I think you should. I think you should. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, that's how I, it is. Speaking of the mangold thing, so he made fun of my yeah. bricks, my big brick background, mm-hmm. which you guys have made fun and of. And you for that. immediately got rid of the brick. I was like, you know what, guys? The director of Logan <laughs> was right. Like, I need to get rid of these stupid bricks. So I got rid of the bricks, and we've eventually upgraded to now. I've got a wall of nerdum and some cool shit behind me. So I like your background. I gotta give him a little bit of credit, although he punched down real hard on us for no reason at all. Uh, he did inspire me to uh, upgrade my background, which yep. I gotta give him credit for. And he got us monetized on YouTube. And he got us monetized on on YouTube. That's true. So. 
Thanks, James Mongold. Want to come on the show? <laughs> Man, I'm gonna slur my words because I've had way too much. Moment, but was there a moment in all that where it was like you got? Did you guys like have like a serious conversation? Like maybe we shouldn't do this, or uh, especially when especially when a lot of the hate was coming your way, or was it or was it just like comical? No, like. Because this isn't this isn't Kadish's only time being viral for getting yeah. like and being shit on on the internet. So when him I t- him is one thing, but yeah. when now it involved like that was before the podcast. His whole I forgot Birds of Prey was that yeah. like that one that went nuclear. That yeah. was comical. Uh, but like now you're involving other people and a product and a business and all that stuff. So now I mean I think you kind of look at it a little differently at that I, point. Maybe I, I think maybe it, not or. I think it's safe to say that we all just went with it. We, we weren't yeah. going to let him dictate anything to us. I yeah. mean, you know how that is. We just, no, we, we don't give a crap anything about what James Mangold had to say. Cause he yeah. was wrong. You well, know? I was actually very flattered because like we, we do a podcast and, and a YouTube show about making movies fun by making fun of movies. Like that's all we do is we just mm-hmm. make fun of stuff. And we've had great success with like other like filmmakers who like appreciate what we do and mm-hmm. think it's fun and funny and, and have engaged with and, us and they engage with us and Mangold just came out the bat swinging and it was, and I, I was like, man, this guy's like a A-list director. He's directed some like, you know, major motion pictures and he cares about what we think about his movie yeah. <laughs> enough to like come after us and, yeah. and, and tell us that we're wrong because we, we were poking fun at it. And <laughs> And that that's kind of a trip if you think about it, because this whole thing started in Alex's like living room with like thirty dollar Amazon microphones yep. and like mm-hmm. yeah. stuff like that. And now we've graduated to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't think any of us have at one point were like, oh man, we need to rethink what we're doing. We were all like, okay, well it's just if anything, a lot of us were like, hey, maybe we should just not talk about this because we don't want to be known for this. We don't want to well, be like rage people. Well, for for me, from my perspective, because I, I, I wanted to come at this podcast where like I want to bring entertainment back to entertainment. I don't want to if we make fun of something, I want it to be fun. I don't want it to be overly negative. I want to have fun. I want yeah. like because I was listening to podcasts all over the place and they were they were getting real negative and they were like down on like talking politics and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm like, I want to be as far away from that as possible. And I'm like, we can address this, but I want to be careful. I don't want to be like, I I don't want our podcast to be known for this specific event. Mm -hmm. We can ride the wave and we can talk about it, but I don't want to like lean in on it so hard that we just keep going and going and going with it. I just, let's address it and then move on and start and go back to doing what we normally do. Here we are again talking about it. And here we are again. (laughs) Well, because you're being interviewed, that's all. So it's (laughs) it's a little, it's a little different. I I think it might be a little different if I did it than, you know, you guys kept constantly bringing it up, you know, on your show. You mean like Kadish's blue check mark? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I mean, expect it again. That's that's the beauty of the internet. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, it was fascinating to see, uh, honestly. But it just kind of proves a lot. Like, there's a lot of weirdos in Hollywood, no matter what position they yeah. are. Amen. And if, if someone lets a Matthew Cadish tweet trigger you, um, Jay, I'm you a very important person. That's I'm a very important person who has very important opinions. <laughs> like my blue check mark suggests. The the best thing that I think came out of this was just like we talked about a minute ago, like the stark difference between Mangold's reaction to us talking about him and his work versus people like Jonathan Tropper, who was in charge, who's the showrunner for Apple TV C with Jason Momoa. Like 
we talked Adam um, project. We talk a yeah, and and the Adam project with Ryan Reynolds and stuff like that. Like we talk a bunch of crap, and we make so much fun of C. And he found out about it, and we found out that the whole production crew was watching our podcast on it, and we were not kind we were like making no, we were savage mean, jokes we were mean and we were pretty harsh on that show because it wasn't real well done in the first season and instead of doing what mangold did and like come after us and try and like berate us and tell us how shitty we are they like the production crew came on our show and we're like you guys are freaking hilarious we <laughs> love it it's yeah. so funny you guys are thinking what everybody else is thinking and you know it's like we had we're a, working on it yeah like we had we had the second unit director james madigan on and he was like we watched your episode we were making fun of the finale of this episode of this show and we were like they called us out on everything we knew wasn't going to work <laughs> and it was so fun and we had such a great time chatting with those people and i'm like this is what fandom versus the the creative end of things like the production side of shows this is what it should be like mm -hmm. we need to have more reactions like this we're like if we make fun of a show that has a weird written like this is bad this is something's wrong here instead of these people coming after the fandom and calling us all toxic and you're salty and you're a piece of trash and if you don't love everything we put out then you're just terrible like instead having them acknowledge like yeah we're not perfect and that was funny well and you checked us on it. And that, it so endeared us to the whole, to the show yeah. and really made us like loyal to, to continuing to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have what? fun with constructive criticism. That's mm. what we do. Yeah. Know, so. But that's, you guys hit it perfectly. That's what it's all about. And the, the beautiful thing is, like you said, now we're loyal to the show. Mm -hmm. And I, I can remember, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I, I think it was those last Jedi days when we saw a lot of vicious, Mm -hmm. A lot of viciousness between fandoms, directors, uh, people from the company, things like that. I, I don't think it's as bad as it was anymore. Like it used to be back in those Star Wars days. I think yeah. I think a lot of people have kind of found their little pocket of, you know, like where they were like their lane that they're in. And, yeah. you know, they just start doing their own thing, which is, uh, you know, it's a that's a beautiful thing. That's what the rebellion is all about is shaking off your fears and doing something that you love no matter what people are saying yeah it's um, weird or trying to criticize you for or whatever so it's but that i think that's awesome real quick before you i know matthew you're gonna say something but let me just say miss martin muse is here with the 99 cent super sticker of course it's a roast thank you so much Teresa. it's always <laughs> glad to have you here jt gunther i got to hang out with in orlando kind of a short man but uh, <laughs> uh, cheers Hi, to my JT. two favorite channels keep up the good work man i appreciate you buddy you. nice avatar by the way and wicked virtue thank you for being here um also sends what is that like a fox super sticker so thank you guys for sending that i really appreciate it um what were you gonna say so uh, i said that it's been kind of weird ever since 2016 the default position of the like hollywood filmmakers and studios has been to attack the fans for not liking what they're putting out you know you had it with ghostbusters 2016 with paul uh, feig uh, who came after the fans calling them sexist for not liking his all female Ghostbusters reboot. And then like, it kind of like, you know, continued with the last Jedi and like, like basically like if you criticize anything that you don't like about a movie anymore, all of a sudden, like you're like a racist or a sexist or a bigot or misogynist or, or some type of ist. And they completely overlook like completely legitimate criticisms within the, the, the spectrum of demonizing the people that they're trying to, make these things for and it's very strange it, it's, it's a weird phenomenon that like i never 
thought would come about in a in an industry that's like meant to like entertain people like they're mm-hmm. literally attacking the people that they are trying to you know get into these franchises and it's it's weird i've ne- i've never witnessed anything like it the uh it's it's not just name calling it's like labeling you as this yeah like yeah. When, when james mangold called us ageist for pointing out the fact that harrison ford's 80 and he's probably going to get hurt doing these stunts and then like what happens and then exactly what happened yeah Yeah. he he goes off and he does a stunt and he like breaks his shoulder or something and i'm like well gravity is ages too (laughs) the fact that you would call someone ages it's like like my gosh man that's like the worst insult ever um it's like we're calling out facts he's old old it's just how it is like my goodness when you old things don't work like they used to like it's common common knowledge and i think that's where i think a lot of the a lot of the stuff has missed is like it's is simple common sense Mm. you know you make a bad movie we criticize it own it like all right we'll do better next time yeah you know I think that's what I appreciate with Car- like when the Mandalorian season two came out and uh, like even Carl Weathers, when he came out on Twitter and like hit it head on, never called anybody a name. People were like criticizing the episodes he directed. And he goes, yeah, I messed up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He called like the mistakes a boogie. He's like, yeah, that was a boogie. I will do better next time. And he, and, and to me as a star Wars person, seeing him and Gina and a few others from that set of season two, take to social media and talk to talk to the fans. You know what I mean? Like talk to the fans, whether they were criticizing or not, but it really, it did. It made people a little more loyal. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, okay. They're normal people. They're not telling me to shut up. They're listening to what, you know, what we're saying. And it's, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see coming from an age of, you don't like gay people. You don't like trans people. You don't like women. You don't like old people. You don't like this. You don't like that. And then it got like, I'll never forget. Um, this, this is something that will, that's crazy is when Santa Inc came out, um, Seth Rogen's Santa Inc. I don't know if you guys reviewed that mm. on the podcast, that horrible. Do you guys know anything about Santa Inc? I've never even I've never heard, heard, of heard of it. Santa. Okay. Thank God. Watch, watch. Santa Inc. came out on HBO Max over Christmas, and they used the claymation style of the old Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It was a series about a white Santa who needs to give up his Santa powers to a a gay female elf. Uh, Yeah, so it was a comedy with... uh, uh, What's her name? Sarah Silverman. Silver's? Yeah, Sarah, gosh, forgive me. Uh, Sarah Silverman and Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen does Santa. And it was, and yeah, it was raunchy, but they tried to use that kid thing in there. But it was just, it was just bad. You know, it was just like, it was just bad. And, and so they did the whole, you know, I guess you'd call it woke stuff in there and all that, that white men can't do it anymore and this and that, and they need to move on. And so they were, I guess they were trying to make jokes about it. So people were reviewing it. So Seth Rogen comes out on Twitter and says, everyone that doesn't like this show, we realized are white supremacists. So now we know we're upsetting the wrong people who don't like the show. And Silverman came out and said literally like the same thing. She's just like, oh, they don't like our show because they, they, they're, they're white supremacists and they don't like what we stand for. And, And you're just like, 
please tell me you guys are trying to be funny here in these statements. <laughs> and no, they weren't. They were being legit serious. And they were using that as a talking point to say, go watch it. Because yeah. if you don't watch it, you're probably like these people. And it's like, this is where we are now. You can't own up and say, well, I thought it was funny. Sorry that it sucked. We'll try better next time. Yeah. You know, or it's just it, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, that's taking it to like a leap of like, this is people who criticize your show are these type of people. Yeah. And it's just like, you can't be serious. But sadly, like, we are. Like so we, that's why I appreciate people like you guys and, and everyone else that, that loves to criticize and have fun and drink and get drunk mid podcast and probably say things you need to edit out and delete. Has that <laughs> ever happened, by the way? Or, or not edit oh. out. Yeah. Kadish and I spend hours a week uh, editing our podcast, not because it's overly offensive. We just, we want to put out the most professional version yeah, I, possible, but I think uh 90% of my content is on our patrons only. Yeah. Um, edit vader's bloopers. vader's so, outtakes are the ones where like yeah. we're gonna get demonetized yeah, if you, you say that jude half the time she's you can't say that <laughs> what they're, are you doing you can't say that vader what are you doing yeah. what's that what's that comedian's uh name that you guys mentioned last week you went off on a tirade about uh like little people and we were talking oh, about i said i said we're gonna call them fun size from now on yeah which i was like i'm like <laughs> i'm like oh my god dude you can't say that and then i went and i watched that guy's comedy bit yeah. it was what's his name brad, uh, brad, brad williams, brad williams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i went on and i watched brad williams whole freaking thing yeah, it's all on the, youtube the, the midget comedy the midget yeah he's and i was like yeah but he can say he, it because he's fun size busy yeah because he said his whole bit is yeah. called fun size uh -huh. comedy and i was yeah. like i guess i gotta keep it in mm-hmm <laughs> You're welcome. Like, I guess I can't take it out. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the conversation. Yeah. Dude, so, some of the conversations we have on our podcast is crazy. Because like we're a comedy podcast. We we make fun of movies and TV shows. Uh, but you're a comedy podcast? Yeah, we are. Well, That's what you're labeled as? He likes to say that. He likes Not to at say pop that. culture. Let me get that straight no. for, the for the people listening. You guys are labeling yourself <laughs> no. a comedy podcast. To be clear, to be clear, Kadish <laughs> likes to label okay, us okay. as that, okay? And every time he says that to somebody, my my the back of my brain cringes out a little bit. I'm like, ah. It's like, ah. It's like, it's like okay, whatever, you know, it, we're we're a podcast. We're, we're that, unintentionally funny, I guess, because I'm just being me, dude. I'm just I'm not like trying to do anything. But we do we do laugh every time we, we do, do the show. Like we and it find seems something. Like the the, the worse awesome, the the worse the movie or TV show oh, that we're talking yeah. about, the better it gets. Well, yeah. when we have a podcast where we point out Christopher Lambert's ball sack, you yes, know, you know, like, if it's like, there, you got to talk about that's, it. Right? That's not pop culture. That's comedy. <laughs> yeah, this is true. For so everyone listening, if you want a podcast that talks about men's balls, <laughs> the Salty Nerd Podcast is for you. The this link is, is in the description. Go check them out. They have a Patreon account. Go check that out as well. Cheers You'll probably that. see pictures of uh, <laughs> no. No, uh, yeah, we do we do in, we do have an so. only fans for uh <laughs> for batman's yeah. ball sack and it's called bulletproof package <laughs> and you can pay for photos <laughs> bulletproof all right on that note hold on let's get into some super chats rt for 20 dollars says thanks for introducing me uh, to the salty nerd crew i'll be turning in yeah you're gonna love them all right they're, nice. they're good people um <laughs> Better to listen than to watch, in my opinion. But, like, like, that's that's, uh, that's fair. Like, because they, they are, they're entertaining when you're driving and stuff like that. Thank you for becoming a member of the channel. We got a lot of cool stuff over there uh, for members, man. I appreciate it. 
you're gonna love being a member of this channel. A lot of lot of lot of free stuff over there. And Mexican Iron Man, shout out to my buddies at the Salty Nerd Podcast. Since I've become a sub and Patreon member, it has been a great ride. Team Salty Tur- Salty Nerd Podcast does an amazing job. I agree. Thank you. And Mexican Iron Man, one of the most supportive people really uh, that you'll yeah. ever know in your entire life uh, yeah, is, is here. Such a such a great guy. And and so encouraging. R to the Icky for five. Best two channels on YouTube here. I've been hearing that <laughs> comment a lot. Uh, I want to know when is the reverse happening? And the next time Jay's in Vegas joining the Salty Nerd Podcast for a review would be magic. Okay, yeah, man. let me fun. answer that before they say anything. Because every time I've been there, I've reached out and said, hey, hey, you want to do something? No, but you know what they do? They take me out for coffee. Which is not a bad thing. Or breakfast. It's not a bad yeah. thing. I was like, you want me to do something on the podcast? And they they immediately look at each other and go, ah, you know, I, let's just go out for coffee. It's like, so, Kadish like, is okay. it's, it's more I'm like, it's more like uh, Kadish is going to be, well, I'm going to have to upgrade my equipment so I can get a fifth microphone set up somewhere. Right. So, yeah, we yeah. can't. Yeah. Cause if, if we have Jay in the studio, one of us is going to have to give up our seats. You, you can have my seat. Which I'll, yeah. Any one of us. No, Jude. That's the originals, man. You get Kadish, the blue check marks. You're kicking off go. the girl. Like, yeah, gone. Jude, you're gone. Kicking it's going to be a sausage girl. fest. Get out of here. You <laughs> <laughs> did take me to a good, cool coffee place. So, what was the name of that place? Uh, Grouchy John's. Yeah. Grouchy John's. Yeah. Coffee. Was a, I, we love that place. That's where we have We're our production every meetings. Monday. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you come to Vegas, Maryland, and Wigwam, Grouchy John's Coffee, check yep. it out. Absolutely. They took me out to breakfast where I had like eight cups of coffee. Then they took me to a coffee place uh-huh. where I had whatever. <laughs> and then I lost all my money at the Lexor because I was mm. so hyped up. I thought I was, I thought I was winning. <laughs> well, your first mistake. I was winning when I wasn't winning. First so. mistake was going to the Luxor to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah it. So when you look up. <laughs> So as someone that doesn't live in Vegas, (laughs) when you look up hotels to like, you're like, okay, I'm going to Vegas. I want to stay on the strip. Mm. Of course, you know, I want to go, I want to, I want to walk the strip. I've never been there before. So like my first time. So you look up, you know, hotels and like the Lexor is like dirt cheap. And you go, oh, I know that hotel's been in movies. So (laughs) Let me stay there. <laughs> so, no, don't do that. Time, so here's, it's here's one of the worst places to stay at in the summer yeah. because it's black and glass. Mm-hmm. And it's like you walk in the room and you're like, it's hot in here. Mm-hmm. So you, you call the front desk and I'm like, hey, it's hot in here. And they're like, it's yeah. it's it's the desert. Yeah. Here, here's the thing about <laughs> Vegas, Jay. Um, the cheap rooms are cheap for a reason. The cheaper, yeah, yeah. the, cheaper the room. Uh, it's the Pyramid Hotel. Everyone's the, asking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, Luxor yeah. is the one that looks like it came out of Cairo. Well, I do like it because their casino is empty because nobody mm-hmm. wants to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, learned I learned something really neat. If you sit at the bar like you're gambling on the electric poker or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll bring you free alcohol. Yes. Mm-hmm. I literally just sat there, you know, and I just had like my stuff acting like I'm playing. They just kept bringing me drinks. I was like, this that's one way to get through. So that that worked. And then you take so if you if you cross over, so what's next to the Lexo? That little castle? That's uh Excalibur. the Excalibur. 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 Yep. In the Excalibur is a restaurant called Dick's. Mm-hmm. And on it, it, there's a big sign that says you will be insulted mm-hmm. if you eat here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was like, I took my friends, I was like, well, I gotta eat here. I just want to know. <laughs> you fell for the so gimmick. I sit, I sit down and immediately they just wouldn't. They wouldn't let up. And then they they were making they make fun of you to no end. 
Then they put this giant thing. Mm -hmm. I had the video. I didn't. I, I tried to release it on my other channel, <laughs> and it keeps getting like uh, the yellow dollar sign, which which yeah. means that it's so raunchy. YouTube won't monetize it. Like you're not gonna make. <laughs> so I like I haven't. I ha it's just there. It's there for history. I, I gave it to my <laughs> members. They, they made me put on this big white hat. Um, it's like made out of paper. That, they put it on you. Right. And they yeah. wrote on it. This, his mom should have swallowed. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah. You're terrible. Yeah, and you're not dirty. allowed to do it back. Yeah. I know. And I'm like, so like they put it on your head. And I'm like, I'm like, what's, you know, and they don't tell you what they say. And they put it on. <laughs> and like, everyone's laughing. I'm like, what does mine say? Like the other ones were like mild. <laughs> mild. Like I don't use toilet Aww. paper when I go to the restroom. Stuff like that. Aww. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, so. I don't think on too long, but you know, it's part of the experience of Vegas. And then I also learned in Vegas, when you walk around, I walked the strip, uh, which was neat. I went all the way down to uh, uh, Paris, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a little bit past Paris a good walk. and walked back. I tried to do that every morning when I was there. And there's this guy there and he had these cards he kept flicking. Oh. And every time I ate, he would chase me down. And so he gave me one and it had like a naked, a naked woman on it. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is kind of neat. This yeah. is what you get in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at it and oh, I'm going, don't take anything I'm like, from the. I'm like, I said, no, thank you. I handed it back to him. He hands me another one with a guy on it. <laughs> and I was just like, no, I just don't want it. Like, I'm just going for a healthy walk. Oh. <laughs> That's Vegas, man. Yeah. They've actually they've actually cleaned those guys up a lot. There's not yeah. as, there's not nearly it was as many of them. Real bad when I first moved oh, here. There would just be like naked oh. ladies all over do, the street. Yeah, do you remember? That? Yeah, oh, when for I sure. when I first moved here, and it was still like um, it was like, still like a novelty for me to go to the strip, which has worn off real quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> I went. I would go down to the strip, and we'd go check out casinos. We you know do whatever, and go to a restaurant or something. And it was literally like the the litter of softcore pornography mm -hmm. just lining literally. the street. Because people would pick up the cards and they would look at it and then they would drop it. And it would be like weeks and weeks worth of this just laying all over the sidewalk. It was gross. And, but, I mean, yeah, since then, it's definitely cleaned up a lot in our city. But they're still out there freaking yeah. peddling that stuff. And the billboards, you, you guys remember the... Are you guys close to the strip? I live like five minutes away from yeah. the strip. Mm -hmm. I, I can hop on the highway, go one exit up and get off next to Mandalay Bay. I don't, I don't think there's anywhere in town that's more than 20 minutes away from the strip because yeah. the strip, okay. the, the valley is like a big bowl, right? Mm -hmm. And the strip is right smack dab in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And everybody lives around it like spokes on a bike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And everybody works down there. And if you don't work down there, you, you work in something in support of down there. Yeah. And uh, it's, 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 it's a really weird town. Yeah. yeah. I used it's to kind work. of funny. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I used to work in the middle of the strip and it would take me about 20 minutes to get to work every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and it would take me like an hour and a half to get home usually because <laughs> <laughs> of the strip traffic. It's really funny when you live next to something that's really famous, how people think you're so lucky because I live right next to oh, Walt Disney awful. world. Oh my yeah. God. Oh. Everyone's like, you could go to Disney every day. It's so awesome. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's it not what you think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is it cool? Yeah, it's got its moments. But at the end of the day, everyone in the world comes here. Uh, they don't know how to drive. They don't know how to treat your city. traffic is terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, the theme, like right now, the theme park's from June till um, it's like September 7th. It's a nightmare. The traffic is bad. Everybody from it's summertime. Yeah. Everybody comes to visit and everybody wants in uh, Disney World yeah. or Universe or whatever you name one. Then you have yeah. protesters in front of SeaWorld. Now we've got protesters <laughs> in front of <laughs> Disney World. 
There's only, there's only two reasons why anybody local goes to the strip is a is if you have somebody in town who's coming uh-huh. to visit yeah, yeah. And or B, if, you work there. if you work there, or I guess there's three. So the third one is if you want to go to a show, if there's a concert or in town hockey. or a hockey <laughs> game, yeah. I've been to what, two or three hockey games, um, with you guys. And it's, it's been wonderful, but yeah. like, that's because we know the shortcuts on how to <laughs> yeah, get in that's and out. the only time I go down the strip. <laughs> the, 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 the game. football stadium. The new football stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We got the Raiders stadium, which I haven't been to yet. Have you guys it's been awesome. to It's awesome. Uh, it's it's the nicest stadium in the league. Kadish yeah. took uh, for Vader to a game. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I'm a season. That's not, that's why I'm like staying at the Lexor. Like you can just walk to everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. that was kind of, that was nice. Um, I, I want to <laughs> ask you a couple of Vegas questions and we'll get back to the podcast. If you don't mind. Sure. Um, Vegas is famous for the worst tragedy in American history with the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the shooter was actually in the hotel next to the Lexor Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Mandalay Bay. Bay. shot down and, and like 50 plus people died. 61 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a low estimate. Where, so where were you guys when all that happened? Like, like how does that, how does that affect the town? Um, it, it shook, it shook the whole town. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. the whole town. Was like, did you guys get a call? Like, stay home. Like, yeah. they, well, they, they well, closed got, the strip and everything. I'll let you guys talk. So. I got a Just, lot of texts, like when I woke up the next day, that were like, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I have, um, like, two of my best friends um, barely made it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw. So sorry. Let me correct. It was not worse than nine eleven. I'm just saying, as far as a lone shooter, I think it was the the worst in America. That's what yeah. I meant to say. Is that correct? Yeah, for sure. The thing that was the thing that I found interesting about it, um, it's like so you you talked about nine eleven. So you remember after nine eleven, how the whole country kind of coalesced and we all were like on the same page. Yeah, for the first time in forever, that happened on a smaller scale um, in our little valley here of Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. The whole town was on the same page. Yeah, the whole town took some time to take care of each other. To to take care of each other, you know, it's like. Like I, I took my wife and we drove down the strip and we drove by the place like two days later and it was emotional. Yeah. There was crosses out and there was people out there, and um, it was just it was a very strange emotional time. It, got, it, it, it felt it, like it got quiet. It did. It did. It, like like I know that's it. A, that's it it, an was, exaggeration, it, wasn't, it but... wasn't about shows and gambling and yeah and all the the weird stuff that goes on down there. It was just about people in the valley. Coming to coming together and heal together, mm-hmm. and it, you know, you know, and and the hockey team, the Knights, kind of took up that mantle, and that was the year that was their very first year that yeah. they were here, and they went all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, and they and they took that thing all the way there, and it was just it was a very yeah, my, it was my tragic, wife, but it was an interesting yeah. interesting that, time. That, that's where the Vegas strong hashtag came yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah. My wife was um was pregnant at the time, and we had I think a group of about five or six of our close friends that we all like. Uh, we're very close with them still to this day. And um, they were all going to that concert. Mm-hmm. They were like, Hey, we're going to go to this country concert. And my wife is a big fan of country and I'm not like the country music's not my thing. And I was like, baby, if you want to go with them, go ahead. I'll take care of the kids. You know, you can go ahead and have a good night. And, you know, because she was pregnant at the time is literally the only reason why she didn't go. She was like, I think it's going to be too late. I don't feel good. You know, I'm going to be carrying around this freaking baby the whole time. I'm going to be on my feet. It's going to be too much. So she decided not to go. And that's literally the only thing that stopped her. Wow. And like, so I've got five or six friends who were there at that thing. And, and we've talked to them before and they've, they've had issues with being in, in closed spaces with no exits. I and have like, a friend that still can't yeah. get onto the strip. Yeah. It, it affected us like 
really, really deeply. Yeah. And I was, I, I can't even imagine if my wife actually had, would have been yeah. like, you know what? I feel really good tonight. I want to go see some music. And my pregnant wife was at that thing. I, I just, yeah. Jesus, man, and to think what it could have happened. The worst part about the whole thing is that the investigation has gone nowhere. Mm. Like, like nobody knows anything about how that tragedy occurred or like how he was able to like, you know, pull this thing off. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you're in surveillance at casinos. Yeah. Like the I idea, can't, I can't talk about it. Yeah. The idea that they don't know how it happened just seems so f like ridiculous to yeah. me because our casinos are some of the most for sale, uh, surveilled places ever yeah. in the world. Yeah. And they're like, oops, we deleted the tapes or something. And I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't work for them at the time. So. Yeah. Jay, you were talking earlier about like when you live in a tourist location and like people coming in and like people are the worst and and uh like after that happened like the whole town like as a community people who live here we were all just taking care of each other and then you knew the second that people were over it enough that people started calling like the vultures came out and they started calling the hotels requesting that room Mm -hmm. And oh. it was just sick. Yeah, it's weird. People are the worst. Wow. Yeah, that room doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. They walled it up. It's just there's a, there's an empty room in the Mandalay Bay that you don't know is there because it's just part of the uh, just gone. wall. Mm -hmm. They yeah. completely blocked off the entrance to it as far as I know. The other thing, too, about Vegas, which is how did when everything was locked down, was it weird? Very oh, weird. For a sure. city that never sleeps. That, uh, you know, it's, did you guys ever, did you get a chance to like walk through it or drive? Like, we drove strip through empty it. That yeah. you, where you're like, there's no cars here. It's so weird. And yeah. to see the casinos boarded up because like mm -hmm. they're, it's a 24 hour city. They don't have locks. So they didn't know what to do. They had literally had to put boards over the doors and nail them. Yeah. yeah. Every, everybody got furloughed that worked wow. on, on the strip except for security. <laughs> yeah. And there was a lot of security work, but the, the, the whole strip was completely empty except for security guards and the people that live down in the, uh, the sewers underneath yeah. the strip. Oh God, the mole, the mole, the, the mole, mole people, people, the mole people, they really yes. do exist. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I remember like if you've ever seen a zombie apocalypse movie that takes place anywhere in the city or like a Vegas or something like that, or New York or, or like I am legend when he's going through New York, uh -huh. it's literally what it felt like. It was yeah. the weirdest freaking thing. So strange. Yeah. It was did creepy. you guys get any cool pictures of like the empty strip? Oh, did yeah. You? yeah there's, there's I did, some. but I don't know if I still have them. Hmm. Yeah. The, the, the weird part for me was, was, was like, I felt very strange that whole thing, especially at the beginning because um, for, well, first off we almost moved. So almost, we're almost, we were like mm. out of here. We're going to go back to Oregon where we came from. But when, when you walk in and there's no groceries on the shelves, there's no water, there's no food. The, 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 the wow. butcher section is completely empty. I got, I do have pictures of that, by the way, I'll share it with you later. But, um, it was, it was, it was like out of a zombie apocalypse movie. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah. And when, you know, I don't know if a lot of people realize people that live on the coast in these big cities that are all connected. Vegas is like. We are literally 400 miles out here in the middle of away from oh, everything. This is the we're, worst. we're a complete isolated ecosystem out here in the middle of the, the Mojave Desert or whatever. Was that right? Mojave Desert? Sure. I, I don't know. Whatever the desert is. We're, I, Death I'm, Valley. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're completely like self-sufficient or, or and, and we're completely dependent on our trucking and the train that comes through here for, for everything. So it's very strange when the world is closed and we're out here in our own little Bubble. It's the worst it's place to the be for weirdest thing. Worst place to be yeah. for an apocalypse. Yeah, if the zombie apocalypse ever happens, <laughs> we're, we're done. Screwed. We're toast. We're done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs>
directed by Zach. See, being, yeah. being in Florida, we opened up like in three weeks. Mm-hmm. So basically, our governor came out and we're like, if they want you to wear masks, please be respectful to the establishment. Just don't be jerks. You know, yeah. well, uh, that's pretty much it. We're we're so like, like I was I was like you guys were like in it for a while. Yeah, well, so. because we're we're California 2.0 over here because everybody oh, okay. lives. Okay. So we everything that happens in California happens to us here in Nevada, just like slightly less. Yeah, our, our governor <laughs> is, is a real idiot. Yeah, also <laughs> that doesn't help. We don't have a cool guy like DeSantis. Like, gosh, do you think he's going to make it all the way this this election season? I hope he stays in Florida. Okay, <laughs> but the rest of the world needs him. Yeah. You yeah, can't keep yeah. him to yourself. I hope he stays in Florida. Someone left to get a drink. She yeah. just left in the middle of the interview. What? <laughs> what kind of professionalism is this? Jude was like, she "I got need." Caught. She got caught going out of steps. <laughs> I blame Kadish with the cameras. There it is. The producer. It's the producer's right, well, fault. Those were just like you know, because a lot of people just don't know. You yeah. know, like like what happened or or things that that are going on in different cities because it's such a weird time but mm. the last time i was in vegas uh was the last time i was on the john bartolo podcast and that was christmas time mm-hmm. and i was it somebody at the nerdrotic meetup I don't, was it me or was somebody, I had a lot to drink that night. So was it me or someone else that introduced John to you guys? It, it, was, it, was, it was you, Jay. It was you. Yeah. It was you. Okay. Yeah. That was a, that was a highlight for us as a, as a group, as a podcast mm-hmm. or as a business. Uh, when we got introduced to him, he was such a cool dude. And he, like, even though like we felt like he was in the stratosphere as far as podcasts goes, like he took the time to chat with us as a small channel and was like, Hey guys, I love what you're doing. This is what you should do in the future. And he like, yeah. he was so generous with his time and with his like merch and stuff like he'd give us all hats and backpacks. He was just a super cool guy. And it was an inspiration for us because yeah. we, it kind of gave us a direction on which we would, we were going to go and are going to go with our show. Mm-hmm. And it was just, he was a, uh, we, we went to that meetup and um, within like a week we were in his studio mm-hmm. and he, mm-hmm. we, and we had to sit down with him and he, he was just, super cool with us, you know, and he was like, we were able to brainstorm with him and come up with some strategies yeah. and, and some ideas and stuff. And he, and, you know, when we get to meet with him two or three more times later and it was great, he was an awesome dude. Yeah. Just, and it, for yeah, me, people like John, like loves to see others succeed. If you don't know, John Bartolo passed mm-hmm. away suddenly, uh, has been in a big influence. This is the reason why this podcast started, honestly, mm-hmm. like he just kept pushing and saying, do it, do it, do it, title it this. Just, just do it. And, and, um, but yeah, and, and I do remember the impact that he had on you guys. So it's like, I, I, it's always awesome to hear. He just loves seeing people succeed. Yeah. You know, he just loved it. And to have someone like that in your life or, or at least on like that you can call or whatever is, is uh, it's, it's invaluable. It's like, it, it means it's, it's so valuable to have, especially uh, if you're trying to just take a step in the, you know, take your podcast to the next level. Speak to someone who has a popular podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I got a great story about John. I wanted to share with you. Um, Please. So, so we went over to uh, his studio one day and he was like, guys, I really can't uh, talk with you for too long. You know, like I can give you 10 minutes. I got a call with the Olympic committee and they, they need me to, you know, like advise them on some stuff. And we were like, okay, we won't take up too much of your time. And so he invites us into his studio and he sits down. We're kind of like talking about stuff. And he just starts going off uh, and, and 
his phone rings after about 15, 20 minutes that we're there. And uh, he picks it up and, and it's the Olympic committee. They're like, John, uh, we're sitting here waiting for you. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be another hour. So like, just hang, <laughs> hang on. I'll call you, I'll call you back. And he like hung up. And then he's like spent the next hour with us just like, you know, wow. advising us and mentoring yeah. us and stuff like that. He literally put the, the Olympic committee on hold for us. Yeah. Well, he, he said that, uh, they need me more than I need them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I've I had a personal conversation with him uh, after I had first met him, and then we had like our group meeting with him. And I had mentioned something. I'm like, you know, I'm in my 30s, and I'm I'm working. I have a day job. I do on the just to pay the bills and provide for my family and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm in line for like my next promotion. And you know, if I get this promotion, it's probably going to take a lot of my time away from the podcast. And he's like, he stops me right there, and he's like, look. Don't work for somebody else. Yep. Work for yourself. Yeah. Fig- put Push all your energy and all your effort into your own podcast, what you're passionate about, because you're going to be so much happier mm-hmm. doing that. And I like that stuck with me. And when that promotion finally came up, I, di- I told them no. And they were real upset with me. <laughs> they were real mad because they didn't understand why. They couldn't fathom why I would say no to a promotion. And I was like, well, it's going to take too much time away from what I'm actually trying to do here. And like I was so looking forward to the day where I was going to be able to reach out to him when I was full time with this show and be like, dude, this is because of you. Yeah. And it just, it hurt so bad to lose him. Cause I was like, I was waiting for that day. It was such, it was going to be mm-hmm. such a freaking awesome moment. And when it does happen, I'm still going to give him credit for it. Absolutely. Heck yeah, man. I mean that that's it. And it's, it's so cool that we, all of us in this little internet space have these kind of connections together. Um, to know and meet person because man i'll tell you that that night we met and like we hung out in vegas i don't remember that <laughs> <laughs> was the star trek convention right yeah yeah it was i a, have i have photographic evidence that it actually did happen <laughs> okay yeah you know what happened it's like i tell the story but it's still it's like they're like hey it's drunk 3po hey have a have a drink <laughs> have a drink on us have a drink and before you know it it's like Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blasted. Although the, the podcast guys got me freaking lit that night. Yeah. And I was just like, I like Katie just makes fun of me. Cause like, dude, do you understand what you were saying to some people? And I was like, Nope. <laughs> yeah, you pretty messed up too. I was gone, dude. You, you actually kissed me on the cheek. <laughs> no, get out of here. <laughs> I'd kiss you anyway, dude. It's all right. How do you remember that, Jay? <laughs> I don't believe the first, him. The first night of the meetup is when I had drank way too much. Uh-huh. And then I had this great idea to turn on the live stream mm-hmm. while I hit on married women live in front of 3,000 people. Yeah. Uh, then Good job. It was a, then they did it again two days later, and you guys came, and that's when Alex was a wreck. Yeah. I thought he was going to throw it. He dude. was just so happy. He was like putting his arm around everyone and he was like being so thankful to me. I was like, okay. Yeah. He was I, like, right up to Jeremy from Gates and Gamers, like, hey, can we do a skit? It oh, so Jesus funny. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, down, I haven't, I, I haven't had, I haven't had the gumption to talk to him since that night. I was like, I'm was so. Like, Is he okay? Or just, like, <laughs> I was like, no, he's all right. Like, so happy. <laughs> I was so embarrassed by that. When the, I don't know what you were drinking that night. But it, was, sure did. it was like six gin and tonics. It was way too much. <laughs> 
but I, I was so I like Kadish is like he tells me like we've talked about it he makes fun of me all the time he's like dude you said some dumb stuff <laughs> and I'm like to who and he's like Jeremy and I was like god why like the one dude I'm trying to like mend fences with and like hey man like I've done I've said some stupid things on Twitter I'm sorry don't worry about it. it's all in the past let's just forget about it and move on and I'm over here like hey you want to be like really good friends with me now <laughs> like you, was, were like, you wanted to do some kind of like uh, skit. I just take. I don't want to talk and about it. Just, <laughs> and then you're like now you're friends and you hug them. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. You're standing there like, what are you talking about? And I'm so embarrassed. Was just being nice. He was, like, was. He was. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. Okay, I give him. Okay. I, like, I, you know a conversation. It's just here's an inside tip for everyone. When two men are talking and one of them's ready to leave the conversation, they start doing the, all right, be good. Yeah. Like, they start doing like that shoulder pat on you. Like, yeah. all right, man, we'll talk. That's like, a, that's, like the, that's like the, I'm being nice to you now and telling you I'm walking away. So leave me alone. Yeah. Like that's the nice way to do it. I'm patting you on the shoulder. I acknowledge you're here, yeah. but leave me alone. Like, so when you see that, everyone, that's when you know the conversation. And he was doing that. <laughs> was like, okay, man, we'll talk. Uh, I would we'll like talk. I would like to have another conversation when I'm not drinking at all and just like <laughs> chat with them and say, you're well, cool, we'll man. What's be, up? We're all coming back to Vegas in August. Yeah, so. can't wait. All right, oh, we're going to make it happen. We'll, we'll Alex. I will abstain. I, will. I, uh, I just learned something about you. What's that? You tend to come up with skits when you're drunk. We did come up with yeah. a skit the other night, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that was hilarious. You I was. seen these skits. Like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. They're just drunken skits when we're by ourselves <laughs> and we don't mention them on the air. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> What was that skit called? Like, <laughs> Fuck you, Meryl Streep. I think it was called. <laughs> we, we, me and Jude, we, we went to a podcast networking event in downtown, uh, like Fremont Street area in the Arts District. And Jude and I had been drinking. And on our way home, Kadish was driving us home. And we, me and Jude were in the back seat. And Dad we, was driving. And we came up with this skit where I, we were both like New Jersey, like hardcore. Like, what, what are you doing, Nikki? Like, what's the matter with you? We were a married and, couple. Couple oh who hated each what? other. My yeah. name was Nikki and his was Nick. Yeah, my name was Nick. <laughs> Vader his... was the brother-in-law named Uncle Tony. Tony. <laughs> yeah, Uncle, shut up, Uncle Tony. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, and we went for and like an hour. Vader kept trying to like get it, like do stuff with us and like say something. And every time he opened his mouth, we go, shut the fuck up, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, so people ask us, like, are you guys, because we get, we drink on the podcast and we have a good time. And like, hey, are you guys like the same way when you're not streaming or yes. when you're not recording? They are yes. They yeah. are. Yes. We are goofy uh, and weird and we do well, dumb things. <laughs> the weird part about that night was we wanted food. The whole thing was about going out and getting some pancakes or an omelet or something. And we're on, a, we're on Las Vegas Boulevard, and it's 10 o'clock at night. And no, we couldn't open. find anything that was open. We went. It to, was ridiculous. We went man. to three different locations that night, and they were all closed at 10 yeah. o'clock. Even IHOP. We were like, fine, we'll just go to IHOP. Yeah. There was a chain on the door. Dude. <laughs> yeah, there was like a three-foot, like, 12-inch thick chain, like, like, wrapped around the yeah, front door. It was obnoxious. Closed it down. It was insane. It was the weirdest thing. We were like, what city do we live we in right like, now? I thought this yeah. was Vegas. Yeah, I thought, uh, Nikki, I thought you were, it was just goofy. We were, we, someday, there's two skits that we have an idea for. We have Viking Cop. Yeah, which is which you. is what is right behind me on the clacker here. Viking Cop, we're going to film that one day. And then the second one is uh, Fuck You, Meryl Streep. <laughs> which is going to be another skit that we'll record sometime. <laughs> Didn't you do yeah, your own, you did your own short that to ourselves, you know, 
Didn't you? You did a podcast, right? You did like a fan film recently too, right? Where you were like a, a cowboy or something like that. How did that come about? I wasn't a cow. I was. Uh, you never saw a Christmas story? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! One of the greatest. How you're a pop culture podcast, <laughs> and you don't remember a Christmas? Story? You're gonna shoot your eye out, kid. You know? <laughs> there yeah. You go. Yeah. So in that in that movie, uh, he has a. He has a daydream where he gets his red rider and he fights Black Bart. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a daydream. Okay. And he's all he's all decked out in white. So I was sitting, we were watching it as a the family watches it every year. And I was like, how funny would it be if like Robert Rodriguez took that little dream and escalated it to like today? <laughs> you know, like Ralphie's older, but Black Bart was real. And he shows up and they fight like just like a hard R, like shoot him up. Okay. Uh, like Western movie. And so my my brother was just like, let's film the trailer. Oh, yeah. Aww. yeah so we just <laughs> thought that would be a cool like teaser trailer to film like uh, Mia's Ralphie older and Black Bart comes back to town and he's got to like dust off the old Red Rider <laughs> and uh, and and fight him. So we we thought I thought it was funny. Yeah, uh, that's well. That's what we do. We we just get toasted, and we're like, "Wouldn't it be funny if?" <laughs> I remember Hillbilly Week. Oh you know, God. we went out and did those. Sketches. Yes, and Vader taught me how to shotgun a beer. Yeah, a Pabst Blue Ribbon. I did. Yeah, God, that was I good. forgot about oh, Hillbilly Week. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. We, we dressed up in flannel. Yeah, and sometimes took- we do a little cosplay with our depending on the theme of the week. And, mm. I've seen and, you with long hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I have a wig that I wear every once in a while when I'm in the mood. No, no, it's not a wig. It's real. <laughs> don't, don't share your secrets. All right. Yeah, all right, so it's question, real. Question I, for all you guys: favorite? What is your? What has been your favorite movie to discuss on the podcast or television show? Invasion. Invasion. Yeah, definitely Invasion. And C. Yeah. Mm -hmm. C became our favorite because of our interaction with the production crew. Yeah. Well, tell Um, people where they can watch those shows because I've never heard of C. So C or Invasion. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those shows are available on Apple TV. So if you have an Apple device, you typically have like one year subscription for free um, on Apple TV and you can watch both of those shows. Invasion is atrocious. It's terrible. It's so bad. But we had so much fun talking about how terrible it was that it kind of became yeah. a, a thing that was really fun for us. Yeah. And C, like we started out talking a lot of crap about it. But then once Jonathan Tropper came, became the new showrunner, like he started fixing things that uh-huh. irritated us. And we were like. And then we got bummed out that it wasn't bad anymore. Yeah. We were like, what the heck, man? The show has become like kind of good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was because of him and because he's a, he's a good director. C, C has been uh, an absolute amazing thing for us because it opened up a lot of uh of opportunities for us yeah. to meet some really cool people you know especially you know it's like we we the, the c thing we interviewed jonathan tropper of course and then that led to our stargate atlantis connections with uh hewlett david hewlett who's Joe just Flanagan. he's basically an honorary salty nerd now he'll come on whenever yeah. he can my best friend david. your best friend <laughs> david hewlett who played uh um, dr, dr. McKay. mckay on 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 stargate, stargate atlantis, atlantis. And he got us hooked up with uh, Joe Flanagan, Joe Flanagan, who was the main character on Stargate, Stargate Atlantis. And we have an interview with him coming out someday. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's just it's just been really cool. This journey we've been on, whether, you, you know, we've just met some really neat and cool people, you know, and, you know, and, and the whole invasion thing. That show was just so bad. We didn't do anything but get completely 
destroyed every week. And, and it, it just turned into just this funny roast every week. And it kind of caught on on YouTube and where people would just tune in just to watch us talk about it. Just to watch us talk trash. It's kind of where Halo is. All right. right, So now that you've experienced that, do you kind of get an understanding why some YouTubers watch bad shows? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you're like, and people like people were always like, if you don't like it, don't watch. But no, mm-hmm. we we want to watch the train wreck. Yeah, like, we watch it so you don't have to. So please keep watching these bad shows. So because I won't watch the show, but I'm gonna watch yeah. you guys go yeah. through pain and suffering. That's what <laughs> I want. That's what we're here for. Better as a person. When we found out that's that an invasion was actually approved okay for season two. For season two, we were both like, ecstatic. And just completely pissed off at the same time. <laughs> it's like, how does this happen? Yeah. This is the worst show ever put on streaming, but yet it gets a season two. But get, oh, yeah, now we get to talk about it for yeah. another and, 12 oh, episodes. And the people in our comments were like, oh, <laughs> we can't wait to hear you guys yeah. talk about that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Now you understand why some people oh, man. Uh, review shows when, when a lot of people are like, why do you watch it if you don't like it? Well, it's not that. It's yeah. the entertainment value of watching the train wreck. Real quick, Chef Nick Nero for $2. Just want to say hello to the legend. J3PO. Thank you, Nick. I got to hang out with him in, in Orlando, him and his wife. Nice. Awesome people. Um, so that those have been fun. Um, what has been the worst? Have you ever like reviewed something and it was like, I really have nothing to say? It's <laughs> it's just it um, just is what it is. That's generally like some kind of like we will pick a theme of the week and it'll turn into just a bore. Crappy, uh, terrible movies uh, that we don't like. I'll, I'll tell you, the worst movie we ever did for the show was Easter Bunny Kill Yeah, Kill. Oh, I don't even God. want to talk about that We don't even movie. bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need to forget that we ever did that. It, uh, we picked it because of the name, so we we picked like holiday horror movies, and we picked it because of the name. It, we What's knew nothing about it. I'm going to write it down. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Easter. Easter Bunny Kill Kill. And it turned okay. out to be like a really, really offensive, like with, with kids and uh, we we all felt horrible for having had watched it. Yeah, yeah, that was I was gone that week. <laughs> yeah. I went I went I was like, guys, I need a week off. I went camping with my kids, and they were like, okay, well, Alex is gone, so we're gonna watch like the most disgusting movies possible. <laughs> well, we picked horror because you hate horror. I, I, I'm not a big horror guy, and I was yeah. like, fine, if you guys want to do it while I'm gone, whatever. Yeah. It's your show at that point. And then I left, and when I, and like literally, I'm getting text messages while I'm on vacation, <laughs> going, oh my god, this is hor- who picked this? This is yeah, terrible. It was so bad, and. <laughs> Never again. Yeah, that was a that was but a bad I, week. It, it legit made you feel we like a horrible human being. Yeah, yeah it's like we almost. It. I almost. I, I asked Kadish not to air it. It's like just don't even air that episode. Yeah, it was really Get, hard to talk edit about. that part out. But you know, whatever. It's it is what it is. It was. I, it was uh, very cringy. See, this is what I miss: hanging out with a bunch of people talking about good, bad, and the ugly of films mm-hmm. and pop culture. I want to make a request. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go for it. Can you guys review the movie Rubber? Rubber. Write it down. Oh. Write it down. I think that was on our list of inanimate objects. It's really bad. It's bad. It's about a spare tire yes. that gets possessed. Oh, yes. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Consider it done, It goes Jay. on a killing spree. <laughs> yeah, we actually you want to talk about cheese movies. It's it's so che- it's like you watch and you're like I can't turn it off because <laughs> yeah yeah have you seen Killer Couch? Killer you know, Sofa. Uh, Killer JS Sofa. Pena also has a request. Say check out Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Actually, That's we're right. doing that in two weeks. In two yeah. weeks, yeah. yeah. There you go, Pena. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe yeah. to the channel so you can watch that. Ron Cook is here, another Floridian, my Florida man, with a four dollars super sticker. Thank you so much for 
uh, your support here of the channel. So, see, I want to watch. That's the thing, too, is I really enjoy people reviewing bad stuff because yeah, I yeah. think it's funny. So, Jay, we uh, actually have an episode called Inanimate Horror uh, Movies where we reviewed uh, Slacks, which is about a pair of killer jeans. We reviewed Killer Sofa, which is about a, a killer sofa. And th then we reviewed uh, this movie called Hair, which is about a possessed weave that kills people. <laughs> so definitely check that They're out. They're all yeah, bad. Checked. They're all terrible. They were really Rubbers, fun. That was like my... Right if you do rubber, please tag me somewhere. Email 100%. me saying we're, get, we're about to do it. I oh, want to be front and center. It's going to happen. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you should review it with us, Jay. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a that great would be a one. Dream yeah. <laughs> that'd be a dream country. Let's do it. How Let's would you guys happen. pipe me in? How would that work? Yeah. Just like this? River, Just like this. Riverside FM. Yep. Yeah. River, oh, okay. That's our go-to app for when we have guests on is Riverside. It, uh, it gives us... That would us... be awesome. I'd have to watch it again just to take notes. It's so bad. <laughs> you ever wonder how movies like that get greenlit? Like, somebody... So, like, you know, Matt, Matt Vader, you're in charge of a movie studio, and I come to you, and I was like, I got this idea. A spare tire is uh, abandoned <laughs> on the side of the road, and the devil uh, possesses it, and it just rolls into communities and kills people uh -huh. in weird ways. What do you think? Somebody's looking for a tax write-off or something somewhere. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't oh, know how also, that happens, man. I really don't. There's also killer donuts too. Uh, I was and just gonna say killer donuts. That one is so well, fun. Kadish, you interviewed uh, Lynn Lynn Kavazin, Kavazin, who makes low-budget, terrible yeah, movies, okay. right? Yeah. So, like, how did he describe how he made these movies or how he gets funding for these things? Uh, he funds them himself. Like, most of his movies just cost less than $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots them all on video and, you know, he just makes what he wants to make. And his latest movie, Pact of Vengeance, he actually crowdfunded it and raised about $30,000, which was his most expensive movie. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's a... He's actually very inspirational as a filmmaker because, like, he just doesn't care what anyone thinks. He's going to go make the movies he wants to make and how he wants to make them. So I think it's uh, kind of interesting how with, you know, with a little bit of money and a couple uh, iPhones, you can make pretty much anything you want to do nowadays. Right. Yeah. And then we all have a way to put them out there for people to watch on YouTube or Odyssey or, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it was back in the day where you had to. Get your VHSs and yeah. cut it with scotch I mean, tape. And I mean, making, making entertain, making our own entertainment for people is is uh, completely different now than it was just a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah. I, I so, mean, we, we put out like three episodes a week uh, yeah. of entertainment uh, for free and uh, it's long form. And you know, people, some, some people tell us we put out too much content. Yeah, we do. We put out a lot of, con I mean, I mean, we joke about this, this Viking cop thing back here behind us, but um, someday I'm, it's going to I'm happen. pretty sure it's going to happen for real yeah. at some point someday. Remember how so, we pitched the showrunner of uh, Norseman on Viking yeah. cop. <laughs> yeah oh that's another yeah if uh if your audience is looking for a good comedy that's like non-political just like well-written fun tv show mm -hmm. norseman uh we've got to talking to uh the showrunner and a couple of the actors from that show and they're freaking awesome people yeah. super awesome uh mostly from from norway it's like a dark comedy vikings yeah yeah it's so fun uh, we we have a great time. That's the one thing is like as a small channel because we only have what we're five thousand fifty one hundred subscribers. Yeah, fifty one, fifty two. The fact that we're able to communicate with these people who make these high budget, you know, Apple TV shows or Netflix shows, like, and they're like, oh yeah, we'll come on and chat with you. That just speaks to the power of nerds like us getting together and talking about something. And and we're re we're going to be having um, the wormwood. wormwood guys. Yeah, the guys who made the yeah. the zombie apocalypse movies, uh, Wormwood. 
from oh, Aus- we got to watch the second one from Australia. Yeah. yeah we're going to have them on pretty soon. We reach out to them. We're like, dude, we love your movie. Can we talk with you? And they're like, yep, yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's do it. So it's just, it's so weird. Like how easy it is to reach out to these people and, and to get them to come on your show. So I, I would encourage anybody, if you have a channel, like doesn't matter how many subscribers you have, if you love something and if you want to talk to somebody about it, reach out to them. Yeah. Yeah, just send them a Twitter DM. That's all we need. Yeah, I I use, I, I use Instagram. I'm like, yeah. hey, uh, we love your stuff. Here's an example of our show. Would you like to come on? And like nine times out of ten, we'll be like, yeah, sure. Well, Let's well we've up. also interviewed some major people. And so like the more you do that, it kind of gives mm-hmm. you credibility. So other people feel more comfortable kind of coming on yeah. the show. We've also asked to interview some people and they have oh, declined. Could you, <laughs> June, would you like to tell that story? Because it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> do you know who Dina Meyer is? Because we're obsessed with her. Dina uh, Meyer. Uh, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Um, we get to see her naked in that movie. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So she was yeah. at the Star Trek convention and she had like a booth where she was doing autographs and stuff. And I, I didn't want to like bother her while she was like in the middle of doing things. So I like had walked past and she was just sitting there. And no one was like around her. So I was like, perfect. I'll go up and talk to her. So I went up and I said, you know, hey, we're. I'm part of the Salty Nerd podcast and we have our booth set up over there. And her arm was already coming up before I said, would you like, if you have any time, we'd love to have you on. And she went, nah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, thank you very much. We're big fans. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) She gave us the universal cut it out symbol. We were like, okay. (laughs) Well, also Vader gives a, movies entire star ratings based off of dina meyer's boobs. yes yeah if, if, if her boobs are in the movie i get it, give it an extra half star if any boobs are in a movie you give it a half yeah, star but dina meyer but dina meyer special. was but, special but, 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 but no there was a movie where her boobs weren't in it it was it was star trek um nemesis nemesis and she was in it and it was such a bad movie that I gave it an extra half a star rating because we got to see your boobs in, in a, a different, different movie. In, in Starship Troopers. <laughs> I had to come up with some way, some reason to give this movie a, 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 some kind of rating that wasn't terrible. I like. So, yeah. I love the fact that you guys talk about non. I mean, you do talk about big blockbuster films, but you also dig into stuff that people have never heard of. Mm-hmm. That, that they might enjoy mm-hmm, like i don't watch anything off apple like the apple tv so like the, like the fact that you guys go into that you find older bad movies things like that just to laugh at but just to also review is is a re- it's just it just sounds like you guys just have so much fun and that it, it it's such a good time over there that people should they should check you out at least for that. I, yep. I, I love that because you can find a million people reviewing Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. but how many people are you going to find like reviewing like Warm- Apple shows? Yeah, Wormwood Apocalypse or something. Yeah, something like that. And then we have Tom from Midnight's Edge, always a friend over here. He says, Kadish and the Salty Crew are good peoples. Matt fed me. I'm a fat kid. <laughs> That's the quickest way to my heart. See them on Meet in the Morning tomorrow. Oh, you guys are going to be on midnight's edge in the morning yeah we're, we're going to be on their morning show on wednesday morning and uh i i took tom out on the best date he's ever been on hell's kitchen on on the strip uh spent a lot of money on what on you never even, meal. you've never even taken me to hell's kitchen <laughs> i took you to a raiders game what the right? hell man i'm pissed off now <laughs> was the was the result was the risotto really good oh it was great oh. yeah yeah but <laughs> i'm uh, really upset Tom, tom's a great guy he's a good friend uh we i hope that he comes out again eventually so i can take him to an even better restaurant so 
Well, he, he took a Tom. I hope he comes out to Vegas or yeah. something. That'd be cool. Yeah, Vegas is a... took me to the desert to the Red Rock. Yeah, we had a romantic evening. Yeah, very romantic. <laughs> Looking at the mountain. Oh man. <laughs> I... <laughs> he takes everybody He's on like, dates, he... but so his dri- his <laughs> Well, we're driving. You know, I don't know anything about Vegas, so he's driving me. And he's like, hey, Jay, you know how Matthew talks. You yeah. don't know if he's laughing or telling a joke. Like, mm. he's just like, I'm going to, we're going to, I'm going to take you to this little place. And you're just kind of like, okay. <laughs> and he turns into this like little neighborhood. And I'm like, he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, it's a little. <laughs> so he's like, I just wanted you to see a little, a little he's- neighborhood. <laughs> Turn, turns right. the lights down, lights the candle, yeah, play some Barry like White, play some Barry White in the car. I'm like, am I supposed to hold your hand or something? Like, I don't know what it, like, what Just look I at the lights, like, Jay. Okay, never mind. I, I crack cracks open one of those those uh, those those one of those white things. What are those called? A white claws. Those cracks open a white claw. Here you go, buddy. How you doing? Where did you take him? <laughs> you Red took him to the Red Rock uh, <laughs> conservation area. Oh. Yeah, but there was a little community like right before. Yeah, yeah, the, the little blue diamond out. town. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. I took Jay out yeah. to the best Mexican food joint in yeah. town. Uh, it was El Dorado Cantina. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to get to flirt with Jay a little bit. And the whole time he just talked about Gina Carano. And I was like, I'm out, whatever. That's why I had just had dinner with her. I so know. I'm like fresh on my mind. You, know? you, were, like, on, you were on cloud I nine. I You're a lucky man. And that was like, yeah, whatever. She put her on hold. I was like, bro, you got to oh. check out this guacamole. And he's like, yeah, Gina Carano would really like this guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> that's fresh on my mind. Man. Yeah, that's terrible. Fresh on my mind. Oh, also because I like I was like editing the video and it was like I didn't know what to do anyway. Yeah, I remember you were stressed out about that. You were like, dude, if I put this out, the internet's gonna go crazy. And I'm like, do it, do it right now. Sure enough, they did. Sure enough, they did. Tatish's blue check mark is your Gina Carano. (laughs) I I try not to bring her up as much anymore, but we're like doing all these comic cons together, so it's like it's just gonna start all up again. Just own it, man. Yeah, just own it. What are you? What are you doing right now? We're bringing Peekaboo the pod dog in. Oh my god! <laughs> she, this dog is always with us when we're recording. She's she's the mascot of the podcast. She yeah. usually lays under the table. If you guys could interview anyone, who would it be? Jean Claude Van Damme, Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa. Be good. Why Jason Momoa? Because we love C so much, and he's the main character think, on it, and there's just so much about him, we want to ask him. And, kind of, okay. and he likes to throw axes, dude, and we do that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we we're kind of circling him like a pack of hungry yeah, sharks. We interviewed like everyone else on the show except for him. Like Joe, we interviewed Joe Flanagan, and he literally lived with the guy for yeah. like ten years in their apartment in L.A. And we're like, we're talking to him, we're talking to a stunt coordinator, we're talking to David Hewlett, like showrunners and cinematographers. We're like. We're like, eventually, one of these days, we're going to be able to get in with Jason Momoa. <laughs> That's right. You think I, he's not doing interviews because he's afraid people will ask about Amber Heard? I didn't even consider that. We wouldn't ask uh, about that. Yeah, I don't have any interest. I know in you guys that. wouldn't, but I can only imagine, like, because the case is so high profile right yeah. now. Yeah. And she's an Aquaman. And Yeah, you know. he he posted a TikTok, like, yesterday in Italy, and he, he was like, finally, no paparazzi around me. Mm, yeah. 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 I, I want to interview James Mangold. Would you do it if he took you up on that offer? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
I, I don't like. We'd, we'd all be like, bro, what the hell? Yeah, I was like, are you? I, I would, I would straight up ask him, like, did you have a bad day that day, or like, what's going on here? Do you still hate Corky? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you hate Corky? <laughs> like, I know the where guy. Is like, Cor- where is Corky? He's by right behind me. He's, he's right behind there. you, right there, okay. next to the uh, the High West whiskey. Not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what would you ask James if you, other than the uh, Twitter incident, would you just like? How's well, it going? He, well, no, because he's he's made some like really legit good movies like Logan and Ford yeah. versus Ferrari. Like he's a talented director and he's worked with on some really high profile movies that I really enjoy. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't think anything of it to ask him about those his experiences working on those films. And like I like I don't I try not to hold grudges anymore. Like I'm just like, whatever. I mean, you know? we, we'd, we'd probably get the monkey off of our back yeah and then move on yeah you know just yeah and I'm, I'm i would hope i would hope that him as a content creator in hollywood would have the same mentality as somebody like jonathan tropper who we've equally made fun of mm-hmm. and he comes on our show and he jokes about it and he makes fun of us right back yeah and he has a thick skin and a sense of humor i would hope that mangold would be the same way yeah but who knows i don't i mean know. if he was nice we'd probably send him a bottle of whiskey like we did we did send him <laughs> yeah. a bottle of whiskey that's right yeah. <laughs> in true salt salty nerd fashion said, you said john claude van damme yes that's, that's we are obsessed <laughs> we, yeah every year we do um june claude van damme claude van damme yeah which is okay. coming up it's coming up in next month is june claude van damme month and one week probably we'll week. what's that do you have a favorite van damme movie <sighs> Bloodsport. Would probably be the easiest pick. Yeah. But all yeah. there's other movies that he's Cyborg like, is another great Cyborg. Like, I actually thought John Claude Van Johnson was his best work. Yeah. Mm. That was a show, not a the one yeah. with Wilford Brimley was awesome. Yes. No, that one's what was terrible. that? Hard Target? Hard Target. Hard Target was <laughs> amazing. Time Cop is amazing. Time Cop is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think his best work was his television commercial for the uh the uh with the trucks the bagels or something <laughs> he's, just, he's just riding along doing the splits yes yes you know like it's like it's yep. nothing so, yeah he's i guess i guess as a podcast he's kind of our white buffalo he is. like what <laughs> if great we white buffalo. like great white buffalo what if we did yeah, get John i like on? these guys sub that's it that's oh, what oh, thanks. thanks man thank you, you. Know them. that's why i wanted them to come on i want they, they they're an awesome podcast they have a lot of fun and it just and that's what the world needs right now. The world needs it's it's. Do, are you guys seeing any franchises, in your personal opinion, being destroyed? Oh, like yeah. a lot of people talk about. Oh, like, geez. I, for me, like we can say Star Wars on my end, but if other than Star Wars, have you seen franchises Star- where you're like, man, I wish they would just kind of quit? Star Trek and uh, yeah. Star, Star Trek. Wars, Star yeah, Trek. for you, Star Trek especially, because you guys yeah. dedicate a Saturday live stream just yeah, talking we talk about, about it every Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, like this last Picard show was just atrocious. Yeah, watching watching Jean Luc Jean Luc Picard get destroyed on his own TV show mm-hmm. is just like the wildest thing. I, Halo, I, Halo for me. Halo. I'm, I'm a big Halo fan, and although the show is not as I, I don't I want I want to say it's not as bad as some people make it out to be. It's still not great. It still makes a lot of missteps and a lot of mistakes. I'd also say um, the Wheel of Time and Lord oh, yeah. of the Rings are like I haven't seen Lord of the Rings thing yet, obviously, but I feel like that's like on the next. chopping block. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the next big thing. And yeah. then the yeah. House of Dragons is coming out. Do you think they'll they'll be able? To, Jay, do you think they'll be able to revive Game of Thrones back to its its former glory? Mm-hmm. It's because you know what happens. That, that's the sticky thing with prequels. If the pre, if if like you're making for me anyway, if you're making a prequel, but the 
original's ending was so bad. It's kind of like it's kind of like where I'm at with Star Wars. You know, everything leads to we say that everything leads to the last Jedi. So mm-hmm. no matter how cool stuff was, you know, it's heading. Luke Skywalker is heading that direction. And so it's just kind of like you, it's just not enjoyable anymore. I mean, the the emotional so the emotional impact that the end of Mandalorian season two had on Star Wars Disney haters, Star like everybody was like, okay, that was a beautiful scene to see mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker come in and do his thing. Everyone, I don't care who you are, uh, almost every, I, of course, there's going to be a few, but the, almost everyone was like, wow. And then there was people that really hated the sequels that were like almost in tears when they saw Luke Skywalker show up. And then in the next, in Boba Fett, they just completely dismissed it. Mm-hmm. They just completely threw that in the, t- all that goodwill, all everything. They just flushed it because Luke was like, oh, you don't want to be with me, baby Yoda? All right, bye. I'm not yep. even going to drive you. you know? <laughs> like, I'm going to just drop you off. And it's like, we had this connection where Luke takes baby Yoda and we want to know what's going to happen. And you just literally filmed 10 minutes of him going, oh, all right, I'm done with you. That's it. So you just take all that and throw it in the trash. So you're just like, you see, this is where it's all going. So it's it's kind of hard to enjoy that. So like the House of Dragons to me, it's like we we're heading to season eight no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's that that's what and that sucks, you know. Like it 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 really sucks when you go into that prequel realm. Why why do you think franchises like Star Trek or The Wheel of Time? Like why what are they? What are studios doing? Are they just not doing their homework? Are they just like whatever like i own it and it doesn't matter anymore like i'll just do what we want is it being creative like what do you like in your personal opinion and i'm not talking like the politic routes and stuff because a lot of people can go that but i mean just in general it's like it's hard not to talk about politics with this kind of thing because i think instead of being just creators and and making content for everybody, regardless of your stance in the real world, they're making things with the mindset of this is my soapbox and hear me preach. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's not how you make content. You can make content for a very specific group of people doing that, but it's not going to reach a broad audience. Well, I'll, I'll also tell you this. I don't know if you know this about me, Jay, but I used to work in Hollywood. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the issue that that's really coming up uh, right now is that uh, there are people who are being put in charge of these franchises who are not good creatives. Like they might be very personable people who are good at like interpersonal interaction and can schmooze their way into positions of leadership. There are people who talk a good game, but are creatively bankrupt. And they're the ones who are, are keep being put in positions of power. Like, you know, if you, we just take the Star Trek thing, Alex Kurtzman, who has long been known to be like a huge hack writer in Hollywood. The only thing that he's ever done that was good was under the tutelage of JJ Abrams and his uh, former partner, Roberto Orsi. But now that he's on his own, him and Akiva Goldsman are like running Star Trek into the ground. And it's, it's one of those things where basically no one in Hollywood knows what's going to be good. And so like they, they just uh, assume that the people who talk the best game are going to be the most creative and the best people for the job. You have uh, these two showrunners for the, uh, for the uh, Lord of the Rings who've never done anything before. In fact, their Star Trek script, which they were mentored by Alex Kurtzman, uh, kind of got, um, um, you know, tossed out the window because it was so bad. Now they're running like a billion dollar franchise. You have the people who did the Wheel of Time who basically, you know, um, like changed the, the source material so much that fans were insulted for having watched it. 
And I think it's a lack of respect for the source material. And it's also the fact that a lot of these people don't go to training to learn to tell stories or to write or anything like that. They're just kind of like good at, at getting productions going or, or good at interpersonal relationships. And it's, it's spelling the death. I mean, Kathleen Kennedy, if anyone else was in charge of Lucasfilm, um, it'd be, you know, a totally different story, but because Kathleen Kennedy is a good logistical producer and she was friends with George Lucas, she got put into a creative position that she just wasn't prepared for. And, and we've seen how that turned out. I, I think we're also seeing a lot of just shove a bunch of stuff in there and it'll balance itself out. So like, let's take uh, Spider-Man No Way Home breaks box office records. Mm-hmm. So they've got a lot of money to play with. So it's okay if we throw out a couple turds, <laughs> like it's not going to hurt. You know, like it's it's not going to hurt. And and now that we're in this age of streaming, it's basically so we have I'm just throwing out a number here. This isn't accurate, but you have a thousand people paying for a streaming service and they could just throw out whatever. If those thousand people never leave, then it's no harm, no foul. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. like they could they could throw out trash and uh, it doesn't matter because no one's buying tickets. It's all about keeping people on the website. Uh, on the site to keep paying for streaming service. I, I, all that just kind of uh, plays, but it, it's it's heartbreaking to see your favorite franchises turned yeah. into whatever it's turning into. I, I was never a Star Trek person, but I I hear the cries yeah. <laughs> of Star Trek all over social media, and it's just like, when do you think that will actually stop? Like, will the money run out? Where people just look elsewhere? Will because like. <laughs> Let's just take for like uh, the Daily Wire is getting into movie production, mm-hmm. and they and they're setting records with people signing up and wanting you know to fund. And you're yawning, Matt. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm dude. Boring. It's all right, but like <laughs> you know, they're, they're setting records and stuff. And you think people are starting to look for alternative stuff? Like I, I think yeah. people are hungry for stuff that's not political. They just want entertainment. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, movies and TVs are are the type of thing people turn to to, to escape yep. the the, the p- uh, political uh, atmosphere. And when you have uh, Hollywood interjecting politics into all their stuff and like very blatant political messaging and stuff like that, like in in Star Trek, uh, they they made tra- uh, Stacey Abrams the the failed governor gubernatorial candidate from Georgia the president of earth in one episode um and 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 it was a very blatant endorsement of of her and a lot of people were were just like we don't want this type of messaging like we just want you know to turn our brains off and and be distracted for a while and it's just one of those um it's it's one of those weird things where hollywood basically looks at these franchises as either propaganda pieces or they look at them as ways to like okay we've got the the hardcore fans now we need to expand to bring in new fans i think that was an issue with star wars where they basically said we're going to make a woman the main character to bring in the more female demographic to make them fans of star wars and it was you know it's this weird identity politics thing where it's like people can only identify with characters that are their same gender or their same race or something like that whereas you know like that's just not the case um, people connect with stories, people connect with characters, people connect with struggle and, you know, optimism and overcoming certain things. And when you move away from the drama and the story and the archetypes and stuff like that and move to a more political aspect, you turn a lot of people off and you get them frustrated. And I think you make a good point about like, what's next? And the next thing is basically, you know, you see it with Comicsgate where, where 
people go off and they create their own comic books to cater to a certain audience. Um, you're going to see probably a new independent um, movement of, of filmmaking that caters to that type of thing. Like you mentioned the Daily Wire. You know, uh, I'm a big fan of the Daily Wire, but like they they still kind of like fall into that. Like we got to make our main characters female for some reason. It's like, hey, how about like a good old fashioned 80s action movie with like a big muscular guy who just runs around killing people with one liners? <laughs> you know, like like that's the type of stuff like, you know, I want to watch. Um, so like the the idea is, is that you're, you're going to see more of these splinter groups kind of go off and start creating content that people want. And once Hollywood realizes that, they'll buy them out and like incorporate them into like their machine, kind of like how they did with Miramax in the 90s. So that's my prediction. I, I think we're going to see an explosion of creativity on the independent market mm -hmm. and Hollywood's going to lose. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see something that we've never seen before and it's going to be quite brilliant. Because of streaming, no, no line, because streaming is the norm now. You know, it's like yeah. a lot of people, even though, you know, movie theaters will always have a place, but a lot of people are like, I'll just wait till it's, you know, it's in the theater for three months and then you watch it at home. Yeah. Um, and it's just I, like, I have no plans on going to the movies unless it's some like I saw Spider-Man and then I haven't been in for like, I just, I just wait, you know, and I'll just watch it at home. And um, th there will be like a explosion of like independent, like someone's going to pick it up. And then it's going to be on streaming and then they'll be able to make money this way. They'll be able to make money, you know, and to fund these things because there was a uh, Star Wars fan film called Bucketheads. Did you guys see that? Yeah, it's great. That yeah. was that was more Star Wars in 30 minutes than I think in a lot. That was awesome. And it was like, I want to give them my money so they would do more. You know, and I think that's what they're starting to see, you know, and they actually used a clip of mine in one of their videos, but they, that's the kind of stuff that's, that's coming, I think. Cause like what Matt, what Matt Vader was talking about now, it's like, you can film a, a movie on your cell phone yep. and they have the editing and the microphones now, like from your iPhone, it's like 4k quality yep. that you can go out and people are making these mini documentaries now. There's a reason why more people watch YouTube than anything else in the world because they're just tired of like what's going on and and uh it's it's going to be I think it's exciting but it's also depressing because a lot of the stuff that we love are, is going to get torn down mm -hmm. in order for this creativity explosion to build back up. Um yeah. that, that's just what I think. I mean I could be wrong. We could it could never come back, you know. We could just be talking about stupid horror films like Easter Bunny <laughs> Kill Please don't watch that. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, like, we do not suggest like you watch that. You know, <laughs> but for, you know, forever. But uh, it I guess we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll see. What are you guys looking forward to? Like, do you have any plans, like another convention, another guest, or anything um, coming up in the future? Or And also, plug your schedule. Like, what's your normal schedule on your YouTube and things like that? So... Well, we have our produced content on Monday, Mondays, Friday. Wednesdays, and Fridays, which is a fully produced podcast where we go in and we put contextual clips in from the actual show or movie that we're talking about. Uh, our S&P Weekly is like our bread and butter. It comes out on Fridays. And, and then we do live streams on uh, Monday nights, Thursdays, and Saturday mornings. And uh, those are our three live stream events where we sit down and we chat. Monday nights are kind of my thing. Uh, Saturday mornings are Vader's thing. And then Thursdays is Kadish's bad writing stream uh, where he we pick random topics. It's basically like our home away from home. So our podcast 
is what we all get together. We agree upon a certain genre. We agree upon what movie we're going to watch or TV show. And then our live streams are, are our own individual things that we want to do on the side. And uh, we just, my goal as far as our show goes is uh, like you said, like talking about those lesser known properties that don't subscribe to the same soapbox politics that all the other big names have been subscribing to lately. And like my goal as a, as just a fan is to find those shows and, and let people know that they are still out there. They're just not as talked about. Like I just got done reviewing uh, outer range with Josh Brolin on Amazon prime and it's non-political, really weird time travel sci-fi. And I'm like, Hey, this show exists. Go check it out. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't hit the the same notes as all this other garbage that's out there. So that's, that's my goal as far as a content creator is to let people know and, and go out there and find those lesser known properties. So yeah, hopefully I'm doing that job. Okay. And uh, we also, um, so basically if you want to check us out on audio, if you go to salty that takes you to either Apple uh, podcast or Spotify, we're pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts on the audio end. And on YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, stuff like that, we're we're pretty much on the video end of things on on those platforms. And we put out lots of content. Sometimes we put out stuff on YouTube that we don't put out on the audio end, and vice versa. And our Patreons actually get the best stuff because they get all of our outtakes. <laughs> they and they, do, they yeah. get all uh, like. Yeah, so a, talk about page. So you guys have a Patreon. That's one of the best ways to support. Yep. You guys, yep. and they get exclusive content over there. Yep. On they get, they get a lot of content, and you can find yeah. the link to uh, the Salt and Air podcast in the description if you're looking for them. You can subscribe to them on YouTube. They have all their information out over there. And, and uh, you can check them our... out before. Sorry. Before. No, it's okay, June. Interrupt me, June. Okay. You have. Shout out, Jerry. I've been waiting for that for two hours. So. Tomorrow is our next trivia night for our patrons. So hurry up. Yeah, so we're, we're talking the, join the trivia. Stargate, Stargate Atlantis. Atlantis. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. And uh, yeah, uh, we, we do a lot for them. Go ahead. Backyard TARDIS says Uh-oh. for 25, says, hey, Jay, what are you doing talking to these salty nerds? Don't you know Pablo Hidalgo <laughs> and James Mangold said that they are toxic in basement dwellers? I know. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, Pablo Hidalgo's not my biggest fan either. So, <laughs> you know, we're in good company. I don't know about that Mongol guy, but, you know. <laughs> I took his side on that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but no, no. Thank you for the 25. I really appreciate it. Uh, really appreciate yeah, it. But if so you that's to... what's looking forward to. Uh, yeah. People are like, leave a five-star review. Yeah, yeah that's one of our goals. Um, we need, I think, not that about many. 40 more. Yeah, 40 more reviews on Apple iTunes. And then we can use that to try and get accredited with Rotten Tomatoes. Because we all know the Rotten Tomatoes score is totally off balance. And I'm over here like, maybe if we get on the inside, we can change it. So we'll yeah, and, and also like if they go to saltynerdclub.com, that takes them to our Patreon. And we do like specific shows. We've done Doctor Who. We've done Foundation. Buffy. Uh, we've done Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Stargate Atlantis. Eureka. Eureka. This month we're doing Firefly. We've got uh, Orphan Black lined up for next month. So every month we're doing like a different TV show just for our patrons and and it's a lot of fun. Like we, uh, we have a good time doing that. Yeah. And sometimes when we hate stuff, we just completely rewrite it and make it better in our, in our own, own starring little, Mark Wahlberg, our yes. own little weird nerd brains. Yes. If, if there's a show that comes up that we really loathe, we just, we make a joke out of it and we're like, what would make it better? Mark it's Wahlberg. It's usually Mark Wahlberg. Mark yeah. Wahlberg makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> 
Say hello to my mother Pena. for me. Yeah. <laughs> JC Pena Fatus is check out Parallel on Amazon Prime. A lot of requests. All right. Thank you. We There's love a lot that. Of requests and here, we you know? we have a, our Discord and we have a channel set up specifically for people to give us requests. Yes. At saltinerdiscord.com. Yep. They have a Discord. They've got a Patreon. They've got a YouTube. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Backyard Tardis again for five. Salty Nerd Patreon is where all the bodies are buried. Shut up, Nick. Shush. Stop. Help them out. You just. Uh, Nick, Nick you likes know. to point all new patrons to some of our most embarrassing episodes. Oh my gosh, there's so much stuff back when we first started doing Patreon. We don't need to talk. We don't need to talk about. We don't need to talk about that. That was some dirty, dirty stuff. <laughs> Doesn't that Star Wars girl for twenty says drunk? Show us your feet in the middle of a podcast recording. <laughs> That, she wants me to she, lean that'll back. That'll be on the OnlyFans. She's obviously a Quentin Tarantino fan. <laughs> $20, right? Oh, he's going to do it. There we go. Yeah. He doesn't even have to take anything outer off. Range. It's an outer range reference, right? I'm in Florida. There's the other one. Yeah, right? oh, there it goes. <laughs> I hope you got your $20 worth. <laughs> and for those listening on Spotify, you don't want to come back and watch that. <laughs> I hope you got your $20 worth. Uh, Anna, thank you for being here. And uh, Tom, everyone else in the chat, thank you for hanging out with us. Please check these guys out. You won't be disappointed. It's just a fun time. Like, and that's what I appreciate. We don't laugh anymore. Uh, everyone's angry. Everything's politics. Everything's this. And it's like, find, find a group that uh, you just have some fun with, man. Have some fun. Have some laughs. Watch some bad movies. But so bad that they're good, right? Like, they're exactly. so bad that they're good. Do you guys ever do watch parties? Yeah. Have you ever thought about we that? Just, where it's like we just watch don't film this it. Bad show with us, and like while you guys do commentary over top of we, it, we we uh, like, we do watch parties every week for our patron shows on Monday nights on our Discord channel. So like like uh, this month we're watching Firefly. So the Firefly episode that we're talking about on our recording day, we watched the day before with our with people in our Discord channel. Yeah. So, but, but I also awesome. I've been trying to talk these guys into doing movie commentaries. Yeah, for, for the, we're done. Uh, Actually, one of our big dreams because we just got done. We went over to the Millennium Fandom Bar and we got to chat with some of the people who own the bar. And I mentioned to them, I'm like, I would love to do like a mystery theater three thousand thing where we get our setup. 100%. I'm with you. We go there, we watch a shitty sci-fi movie mm -hmm. with a whole group of people, and then we sit down and we record our show live in front of an audience. I think that would be a blast. It would be it's fun. one of the it's one of the bucket list things that I'd like to do as a podcast is to do something live like that i think it would be so much fun i think that would be awesome and you it sounds like you guys are just you guys got it all together and you're heading in the right direction with what you're doing with the show um so it's awesome to know you guys over the years man <laughs> like uh and see where you guys have have come you know like see where you guys have and matt vader's eating i'm eating so. a, i'm eating a uh uh, we went from yawning. <laughs> well, I've had this cough thing going on. I'm trying to like to not eating cough. to coughing. Yeah, <laughs> there's, so, there's sour candies to keep hey, from. Coughing. I just I just want to say really quick, Jay, that uh, I know you said it's been fun watching us grow, but it's been a blast watching you grow. Um, I remember your very first time you turned on YouTube, and you're sitting there and you're going, "Hello, is this yeah. thing on?" Yeah, and it was me and like two other people and you on the thing, and we were like making fun of you. And it was right after the the old Senate days. And yeah. it was watching you grow from there to where you are Someone now. Someone just ran up the steps. Yeah. In the middle of it. Has been 
it's been it's been really fun to watch you do your thing, man. And uh, I Thanks, appreciate man. you and um, watching you grow over the years has been super fun. Yeah, that's so, cool. I always tell yeah. people I know a famous YouTuber. Yeah, we, I was there. We were there at the beginning, ride, man. It's been a yeah. while. Like you never, like you just never. I never thought this would go where it was going. I tell everyone I would I would not have used the name Drunk 3PO. I would have done something else. But here we are. Like, you know, here we are. So and it's it's only going to get better. If the last thing I ask everyone, um, if someone's out there that wants to start a podcast, what advice, if you had any advice, what would you what would you give them? Just uh, do it. I uh, mean, it Make, doesn't take much anymore, a, a webcam and a computer. Yeah. And if if you're passionate about something, yeah. and most importantly is if you have fun doing it. Yeah. If you enjoy it, it's never going to be work. It's it's always going to be like a labor of love. It's true. So just make sure that you're, if you're going to pick something, whatever genre it might be, whether it's movies or pop culture or something completely different, have that passion, have that enjoyment. And if it brings joy to your life, you're going to keep doing it forever. Consistency yeah. is the key. Just keep going just keep doing it over and over again and you'll find your audience i agree i i couldn't agree more and it's just if you're not having fun and you're comparing yourself to others it's not you need to take a take a breather mm -hmm. because uh you know i don't don't change who you are to try to be someone that's might be in a position more popular than you at the time uh people are looking that's why no one trusts the media or Rotten Tomatoes, they want genuine. Yep. Mm -hmm. They want uh, genuine people, even if you're, they think your take is bad. Like, I, I think Matt Vader had a video that just got so many downvotes <laughs> for some <laughs> review that was really bad. I don't remember well, which one it was. Well, we, taught, we, uh, we said one bad thing about the trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, that's, yeah, that's and right. And we got freaking slammed by by the snyder fans i like i, I was like, just like i like his justice league movie i'm like whatever I, we, we were just <laughs> reacting to the trailer yeah. we were like yeah the trailer was underwhelming and they were like how dare you yeah <laughs> that, that's that's Zack snyder cult something else man they're powerful that's a powerful group <laughs> yes, yes it is i thought star wars fans were divisive they, uh, <laughs> yeah oh man they're, they're pretty something so. yeah but i want to thank you guys for being here we almost hit a two-hour mark. I, nice. I probably could go another hour just having a good time, but we'll <laughs> let you guys run. Uh, again, check out the Salty Nerd Podcast in the description below. And let them know that Jay sent you. Uh, it's awesome. We'll have you back real soon when you guys hit that next mile marker, whatever y'all are looking for. Right on, man. So, thank you. Just stick around for a quick second while we say goodbye to everyone. And thank you all for being here, for watching the Super Chat Love, just being in the chat, hanging out, leaving a review, like, all that stuff. It's all amazing, and we are so grateful because we couldn't do this without you. So we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening. We hope you were inspired today. To hear more of the conversation, check out our Patreon or become a member of the channel. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode. And welcome to the Rebellion.